I tonight. I, yeah, I forgot to change the restream, so it says last week's time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking Bushlight and <laughs> well, doing Delta 8. Where does it say Bushlight? Last stream topic, what, in the actual header? Yeah, no, we're fine. All right, Just yeah, roll right. No one's it. watching anyways. Fucking right. Right, we're a bunch of drunks. All right, on that note, tonight on the Red Eye Report, we're talking about Skylab. NASA's first trailer home in the sky. With us tonight is our regular gaggle of goons. We've got Oblong Oracle, Two Dog Teddy, Menstrual Cramp Mystic, and the Astral Plane of Assholes Ashtray. And this is the Red Eye Report. You have the laziest intros. (laughs) I know I do, right? The laziest fucking intros, bro. Yeah. Ah, Why? Because I do actual research. Whereas you guys just read off of a fucking internet. That is true. That is true. Touche. All right. I'd rather have a good intro. You guys... uh, Oh, fuck your intro. Um, (laughs) So... You guys, uh, any of you guys remember uh, Skylab? I mean, it was before our times. But... So the only thing I remember what do you from think Skylab is looking at an encyclopedia, like Britannica or some shit. Yeah, whatever the traveling salesman would sell yeah. to the Midwestern To your families. grandmother. Right. Yeah. And it, so we had all these things. And this is what I use, you know, before the Internet or whatever. And I would page through these fucking encyclopedias. And Skylab was in there. Um, and I rem- I think there was a period of time where I thought the International Space Station was, was Skylab. Skylab. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, it makes I'd... sense because Skylab was, in a way, Skylab is... Uh what led to uh we, we skip right past the possible international call. space station yeah so before we get into the, the you, you were even asking like hey what's the name are we going yeah, live yeah right right well oh, i see you had to research. go get your fucking drink look at teddy he's in fucking what are you in uh queens new york why that that's what queens, like, queens looks like i mean really like? why has it got to be why yeah. go to queens what's wrong with queens queens is hipster now it's not black black people aren't allowed to live in queens anymore didn't you know that Brooklyn as well? Um, anyways, all that, the Bronx and shit. Uh, no, I think they pushed them all into uh, New Jersey. <laughs> no, um, I went to New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, New Jersey and Long, Long Island. Um, so we're gonna do a little pause for the cause for the Dane County Humane Society, and uh, this time it's for a small little uh, puggle. His name is Pumpledorf. Pumpledorf. <laughs> Pumpledorf. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Pumpledorf actually has <laughs> asthma, severe yeah. asthma. So, <laughs> means... you got to make sure to uh, blow your weed smoke in his <laughs> mouth, not his nose. Huge testicles. Right. Huge <laughs> testicles <Yeah>. and asthma. <coughs> yep. You know, you win some, you lose some when you're a pug. <coughs> or a puggle, actually, when you're those crazy hybrids. So, <coughs> Skylab. Uggle. Skylab was launched in uh, May on May fourteenth, nineteen seventy three. Um, I only so like I heard of Skylab, but I like or didn't remember much of it. It was actually looking for some old space photos, 
through my vintage National Geographics from October 1974, come across this old issue about Skylab, and I start reading about it, and they start talking about this crazy, like, rescue mission to save Skylab. I'm like, what the fuck was that all about? So, turns out, I'm surprised there isn't some uh, fucking uh, Michael Bay movie about this, but... Um, so oh, there the Apollo, there is the, uh, after the there's, Apollo there's, missions, they stop production. The uh, uh, Werner von Braun, you know, who is the uh, like mm-hmm. the godfather of rockets, um, you know, the uh, and who also we is, the, we uh, basically stole him from the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, we basically yeah. stole him from the Nazis to make our space program. Um, he uh, his goal, like after the success of the Apollo missions. <laughs> And going to the moon was that, well, let's make, uh, we want to make a space station. And his theory was, you know, first make a space station around the Earth. And you learn how to live and work in a space station. And then from a space station, we can maybe then make other ways of launching further out into the the, uh, universe. Mm -hmm. And um, so. And then we get the expanse. Right? Exactly. (laughs) so Von Braun uh, thought if you show here on the old uh, uh, outline there his like mm-hmm. fucking little sketch he's got. He's oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, we'll just take this. Uh, like right now, you're showing you can loop that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so here's the sketch. Here's yeah, the sketch. He's that's like, what they built this thing off of. Well, what they Damn, did is they they actually just sketch there. Yeah, well, and uh, the, what he did is he, uh, rather resourceful. He's like, well, let's take the same pieces we built for the Apollo missions, these rockets uh, sections uh, in these cylinders, and um, hollow them out, and let's, like, make a fucking little uh, tube station up in the sky. And you can see below that illustration there is kind of a cutaway, like, uh, mm. drawing of, yeah. uh, like, the living quarters and such. So, because they've uh, <clears throat> NASA already had manufacturers who are making these, um, you know, these tubes and b- pieces for the rocket already. Right. It's just so a lot easier. What would normally be in that tube? Uh, what would normally be in that tube would either yeah. be um, like satellites that they would be launching mm-hmm. or um, could be additional fuel. Maybe if it was because um, I think it was the same. It's the same Saturn V rocket. So I guess, um, yeah, if you're trying to get to the moon or whatever, maybe so like for the moon. Yeah. Fuel. You know, they had yeah. their. Uh, you know, they had the lunar lander, and they probably mm-hmm. had extra fuel because they were going all the way to the moon and such. Um, but they basically took those sections, retrofitted them um, to be a space station. And this was also at the same time when they built the first, um, this is at the old Marshall Space Center in Huntsville, Alabama. They built, um, it was that first underwater zero buoyancy tank which uh, you know growing up as a kid we saw all the time in the nasa videos right like mm-hmm. the astronauts practicing uh, underwater it was in the it was in the uh, space camp movie yeah 
So all no. that was started um, with uh, these NASA engineers just like, well, what about, you know, ship floats in the water. What don't we just make a big fuck off tank? And they brought old Von Brown down and Von Brown was like, wanted to get his own uh, old ass in that fucking in a space suit and go in there. And this guy in the fucking documentary said Von Brown came out and he goes, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Continue. And it's just like, they kind of talk about him like he's this, you know, revered, like, you know, mystic of uh, rocketeering, but still talks like with this very broken in German English. And this tank was 75 feet in diameter, 40 feet deep, and it held 1.5 million gallons of water. Hmm. Um, so this is where they actually put sections of uh the uh space station in while they were uh working on how to fix it because as they're about ready to launch the uh fucking old ruskies to surprise bam april 1971 they launched their first space station they beat us hmm. the fuckers uh, there was the uh salute station oh um, <laughs> yep uh yeah oh yeah it was before Mir um and uh they they had a crew up there three cosmonauts and they actually also had um the ability of transmitting live TV back to Russia um so like everyone in the Soviet uh -oh. Union were able to watch <coughs> live what the uh, astronauts were doing Wait, of course what it's probably like uh seventy one. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know that too many people had TVs, TVs. in 1971 in Russia. In the Soviet Union, True. yeah. <laughs> um, they, uh, <clears throat> yeah, they probably all had to, um, you know, go down to the communist hall and yeah, watch it on around uh, their fucking puddle around a 13-inch TV. One 13-inch for every thousand people. They right. had, um, so they were, they stayed in space and, um, transmitted uh you know back to the soviet people and they were there for 24 days and then they wow. took off in their uh their capsule to return back to earth and as and they're coming died. back they um lost contact oh, with no. the oh. with the crew oh, and the the capsule landed um in the uh you know they rushed up to the capsule and opened it up and they found all three of them dead blood everywhere wow. a uh, faulty air valve Jeez. uh ruptured while re-entering re-entry so like they didn't burn but it you know like a rapid depressurization because they were still up too high mm -hmm. um and yeah so uh, it was like horrible way to die right? i know and brought it was, to you by russia Thank yeah <laughs> Well, and the thing too is like Three they were successful just, cosmonauts. They were on this, uh, you know, like month long high of yeah. like, yep, we fucking beat the U.S. Right. into space. We got a space station up. Right. They're still working on theirs. Um, but they're still and, alive. And then, uh, yeah, they, all three died. Um, That's so, kind of, dude, what a hor I just can't stop thinking about how horrible that would be. Oh yeah, it, they, because they said, it would just crush you, wouldn't it? Well, well, no, the well it, it would be like it, it was an asphyxiation. 
Yeah, it's... so you just choked to death. Well, basically. why would there be blood everywhere? Did something explode or panel um, pop out well, of his face? Or... If they're pressure, no, no. the thing is, though, is they're well, still in space. They're pressure. Yeah, the space, the pressure inside the capsule is much higher than outside. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, so like, expand. Their bodies yeah, expand. They're ba- yeah. yeah, their body and uh, probably. Oh, that guy's got sucked. It's like the guy did that was big trouble in yeah. China. He just kept getting bigger until he exploded. Oh, That's kind of what I think they asphyxiated because of oh. their bodies. It, they, like their bodies just fucking got bigger and bigger. Yeah, so well, that's pretty disturbing. Their lungs probably like yeah. swelled to where the lungs couldn't even try to bring yeah. it in the air. Let alone yeah. there's so, so like drowning. oxygen up that high. It's fucking space. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, could have even drowned in their own like bodily fluids. Ugh, um, wow. So the Eat that was the depressing <laughs> for Space poor Russia. Then in uh, fast forward May fourteenth, nineteen seventy three, launch day finally comes after uh, seven years of preparation um, for Skylab, and. After liftoff, so, hold on, hold on. Is this a Skylab just a U.S. thing, or is this like a joint? It is just a U.S. Country. thing. So this is pre, okay. yeah, this is pre International Space Station. Gotcha. Um, the uh, <clears throat> after so one minute and three seconds into the launch, they uh, NASA's like, well, oh, we got a telemetry readings are off. The telemetry readings are off. You know, and uh, <laughs> I was thinking. Oh man, what's what the fuck's telemetry? Do any of you guys know what telemetry is? So I was like, it's yeah. got to be probably like how the rocket balances or some shit, right? Oh, telemetry yeah. is just the fucking. Isn't that where they're going? Like the arc? Nope, that's what I thought. Like the mm-hmm. you know calculation of like how they're firing. No, right. <laughs> it's so what stupid. Is it? Telemetry. Telemetry basically stands for the process of making a measurement with a sensor and then transmitting the information of that measurement to a, a remote source. So it's just like... Oh, so it's the radio transmission from the sensor. It's the radio transmission from all the different sensors on the ship. So what? when they say, oh, oh, the telemetry's bad, it basically just means the sensors yeah. are not reading right. So it probably sounds, stands for telecommunications it's, it's, yeah, yeah. metrics. It sounds so smart, yeah, like rocket yeah. science. Metrics. Right. Right, uh, I thought it was like they had to. Use, I like, always. Fucking, oh yeah, high level, high level math and right. shit. Yeah, exactly. Like I thought that it was super. Uh, <laughs> like, when I looked it up, and I'm like, no, and really. Teddy is right, and Teddy is right. It technically is rocket, it was rocket science. science. I mean, That's it's true. <laughs> what we are talking about now, yes, but We're um, fucking geniuses. Well, even <laughs> yeah, and telemetry doesn't even have to be wireless. It can be like you have a cord plugged into a sensor that's like way down there, and the act of that signal coming from the sensor is so like if all of the cars so like if i'm driving a car and all of the sensors oil pressure all that shit stops working my telemetry is down is what you're oh, telling yeah. me your telemetry has failed basically okay that's that's um, really weird i don't know this. <laughs> the uh i mean Change it, nigga. You could probably get into there's probably some nerd who would say, Well, no, because you're within the the direct vicinity of the right, reader yeah. and the sensor, and it's not really that far of a transmission. Yeah, cool, bro. Oh, fuck off. Anyways, so you can uh, m- sound impressive by showing people that telemetry is actually just a basic fucking concept. Yeah, fast. then they're gonna be like, Okay, nerd, fucking show. Yeah, up. right. Fuck off. Well, I heard it on the red eye report. Yeah, which means it's right you know, 100% verified yeah so anyways they're like fuck our telemetry's off 
Um, <laughs> thing being, though, it was like when they're like, oh, telemetry's off. It's like a fancy way of saying like shit ain't reading right. Like this isn't what we're expecting. And uh, the thing is, at that time, no one knows they're really what the fuck is going on. So stay the uh, but the rocket still, you know, doesn't blow up, goes all the way up there and it uh, it deploys, gets into orbit like it's supposed to. But then they start getting uh, readings of the internal temperature. Um, the internal temperatures went up to they were reading like 170 to 190 degrees Fahrenheit. Damn. Which is and like people are supposed to be in there. Yeah, people are supposed to live in that. Like, oh fuck. And the uh, <clears throat> so what they assumed I mean, that's a safe that's a safe safe cooking temperature for like chicken. And yeah, <laughs> right. <I> mean, <laughs> what they assumed was that uh, the one of the meteorite shields on the side of the space station ripped off during launch at that minute three second mark, and. Um, <clears throat> That it was being, the sun was having direct exposure on the living quarters, basically, like on the wall of it. So it was heating up everything inside. And the thing is, the first crew that was supposed to live in the space station was supposed to launch the next day. Yeah. And so they, <laughs> they don't really know, like, there's no one up there yet. But they, and they know some shit's wrong, but they don't know what's wrong. So what do they? What can they do? They postpone the mission for ten days, hmm. and the uh, these fuckers basically decide like, all right, boys, like mission's completely new now, right? Like here's what we think might be wrong, and uh, <laughs> and we're gonna and and we're gonna try to just MacGyver some way of saving our ass in this entire program. I need some bubble gum. And we're going to send you up with some tools. Clip. Yeah, and a paper clip. And hopefully... <laughs> Hurry up, I made bongs out of less. Yeah, right? <laughs> Don't forget your uh, baseball cards and chewing gum. The uh, They sent them up. They're like, okay, so we, we're pretty sure they know that one of the solar arrays that's supposed to give it power, so the station just didn't have power. Because what happened is the meteorite shield came off, and then the solar array, which is supposed to... Straight out like a wing in space, it goes out like a like when you stick your hand out the window of a car on the highway, and it's like, you know, just, just ripped right the fuck off. And the other solar array, luckily, a strap from the meteorite shield like tangled around it and kept it folded in, so the second array survived. Mind you, NASA doesn't even know this yet. Like they're still on the ground preparing they have 10 days to try to figure out what the fuck they're gonna do they get well what can what can we do to like we got to get the the heat down if the, if the meteorite shield's gone how are we going to cool down the station and so i was like well for shit why don't we just get ourselves a big old parasol umbrella and we'll just put, <laughs> we'll just put that umbrella up to block the sun and that's literally what nasa did in 10 days they engineered a collapsible big parasol umbrella of mylar and they had like a crew of like like old lady seamstresses who were like sewing this big fuck off umbrella and they managed to compact it down so it could fit into the space capsule with the astronauts who were already planning to go up there who were already have a payload of experiments and equipment and supplies <clears throat> 
they then send them up with this umbrella contraption that they're going to stick out a port window that's for scientific like uh instruments they're like they engineered it to still fit through that window and then open up and spread out over the um where the meteorite heat shield should have been so now if you go further up oracle on the outline mm-hmm. in the pictures you'll see um on that second picture that's what that fucking home that's, depot that's tarp thing is tarp looks like yes that's what that is. oh wow damn it is okay. home depot tarp. <laughs> that, that looks sketchy as shit man <laughs> exactly so, <laughs> hey it's just 73 I'm, dude <laughs> well, it, yeah, I was reading this in this old fucking National Geographic. I'm like, you shitting me? Um, so they they get up there. They've got this uh, this umbrella and this idea that like, okay, we're gonna put this umbrella out. We're gonna cool down the living quarters, and then we're gonna like they knew that the the second solar array was still there, but it wasn't deployed, and. It wasn't till they actually were up there flying. Ten days later, they got all this shit and this plan, and they practice in the underwater tank and everything for, like, well, how are we going to try to fucking unstuck this solar array? They get up there, and they're flying around in their space capsule, right? Um, and they're, they do a... Uh, okay, what the fuck was it called? It was a EVA, a stand-up EVA, they call it. Which was um, stand-up EVA is just a fancy way of saying that uh, while one astronaut was flying, like controlling the capsule, the other two astronauts had their spacesuits on and like were stuck outside the port door. And one astronaut was like anchored down into the port door, and then he held on to the feet of the other astronaut. Well, that astronaut hung out into space with this long pole and a hook. Oh my God! <laughs> they just like they couldn't tether they couldn't tether him to the other astronaut. He just, he had to. I'm hope, sure he, he had. had, had hope, he had a group. Uh, yeah, yeah had, we got to sure go, go full Tom Cruise with this. Shit. I mean, really, <laughs> right? But to stabilize him, they he had to hold on to his feet. I'm sure he was tethered with a rope of some sort. Oh, okay, so um, you, say that you said he had to be held by dude's feet, and he's all the space is dangling. But the, angles, so. but the dude, Huge like, dramatic be, music. <laughs> because the dude is, he's literally <laughs> hanging out like, you know, some guy standing on the top step of a stepladder, you know, with a big long fucking pole with a screw hook on the side trying right. to get, you know, his shoes out of the tree. Well, not and, to mention that they're, they're going around the earth at like 17,000 miles an yes, hour. Right, yeah. And trying yeah. to keep st- like in stable uh, position with this satellite or this space station. Oh, my God. And so to, in order to tug on the solar array, the other astronaut had to hold his feet, you know, because it wasn't like their capsule Before? had foot anchors before we go on i want to ask oracle a question and this mm. depending on his answer is going to show the level of what government is at nowadays because back then they were just like oh we got 10 days we don't know what the fuck's going on this is what we think's going on but good luck mm-hmm. did that ever happen to you oracle where they're like hey we don't really know what's going on <laughs> but we're gonna send your ass in there 
It, dude, and, that uh, was yeah, the Iraq fun. War. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know what they were doing from the years. beginning, man. Yeah. The, nothing has changed in 40 yeah. some years, 50 years. Right. It's government, dude. <laughs> They're like, well, we don't really know, but uh, that's why we got you. Go ahead. You Where know? are we going? Uh, we don't know. What are we doing? Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> so, well, the thing, too, though, is like uh, between this and Apollo 13, it's it's like, man, back then, I don't know if it was because, like, they could still smoke in the control room, like, where they could just fucking MacGyver their way out of yeah. some very tricky right? um, that was a situations. That was Apollo 13. Mm-hmm. Where, where you're just like, this is what you have to work with. Yep, yeah, I just don't. Workable breathing fucking telling Oracle that uh, five we got we to scrub the CO2 out of the air, and, like, here's all they got mm-hmm. to work with. Here's a sock right. and duct tape. Um, <clears throat> so... They, <laughs> they're out there on the outside. You know, one guy's like got his feet locked in. The other one's holding on to the other guy's feet, trying to loosen this thing. And NASA's like reading their, their heart race. And they're like, all right, dudes, like got to cut this like out. Like your, your heart's racing. And yeah, uh, they're dangling in space. Yeah, <laughs> right. also dangling in space. <laughs> to be like, like Oracle said, they're doing 17,000 miles right. an hour in space. In like space. In, Nobody's probably done anything like like a spacewalk before, right? This was so well. They've done they had done spacewalks, but this whole uh, mission was actually like it proved that astronauts had the ability to basically do kind of on the uh, fly repairs and troubleshoot, and you know, like besides just getting outside of your space capsule. Um, you could actually right. go out and work and fix on th- things just like they did with Hubble telescope, you know, years and years later. So anyways, they can't get the fucking solar array loose. So they then but what they do is in that stand up EVA, besides him take, you know, yanking on it, they took photos all the way around and they found that it was just a small metal strap that was wrapped around the solar array that was holding it down. And part of the tools that they came up with were the these lineman tools. Pocket knife? Um, well, like here, let me take care of that, bud. There you go. And think of it like an industrial, uh, you know, kind of bolt cutters <laughs> on a twenty-five <laughs> foot long pole. Jesus Christ! And and uh, the thing is, this space station was not designed to. Um, for spacewalks, so there weren't handholds, there weren't rails. Oh wow! Um, for and, the, and those, yeah, those yeah. gloves they wear are not—they're not standing. Yeah, there. right. Like, right? Not, yeah, they're big old puffy ass. Yeah, you yeah you're like wearing fucking yeah, you... mittens and shit in the winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to tie uh, your shoes. Shit. So like, yeah, I'm sure they had a safety rope per se, but they're like they said, it was like trying to you know walk on the belly side of a big whale, and there's just nothing to grab onto. <laughs> they stuck a um. So they use this uh, 25 foot long pole uh, and uh, they managed to like kind of anchor it to where the strap was holding the solar array down. And then using the 25 foot long pole, one astronaut went and used it like a handrail <laughs> and walked wow. out <laughs> it, to about the middle. And then the one astronaut stayed at the, at the far end of the 25 foot pole. And do not then let go, Gene. The two of them, <laughs> mind you, while they're doing this, the guys down in Alabama were in, they were under water in that tank with a mock up doing the oh. same thing. 
And uh, they're gotcha. like, bring it, bring it a full because circle. they had 14 days after they initially went around. So the tarp, <laughs> the, the Home Depot tarp idea <laughs> actually worked. It brought the temperatures down and there wasn't um, another thing they were afraid of was poisonous gases because of like all the plastic hardware and stuff in there like wasn't designed to be in that kind of in temperature the, in the sun yeah and uh anyways but they they got it to where they could go in got the temperature down and then they did that crazy ass uh stand-up eva around they took photos everywhere so then they they took 14 days of staying in the station while down on the ground nasa basically rebuilt up the mock-up in the aquarium and they they did it at the same time, like live and communicated back and forth. Hey, try doing it this way, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like we had success uh, if you, you know, try to put the pole over here, mm. yada, yada. And anyways, the that guy, crazy ass guy who was like walked out in the middle holding on that pole. He like put the basically the bolt cutters is on a long rope. And the astronaut at the end of the 25 foot pole was like the one who was like anchored it down and then the one in the, the guy in the middle like just put the rope on his shoulder and stood up to create as much tension as possible and they they actually cut through really crap. wow jesus fucking christ i know this is this, a michael bay movie right when this happened <laughs> like this NASA, writes itself they were in a uh like a a, a loss yeah, of signal like zone though just for the fuck of it there was uh they had I can't remember it was like the what they said 20, 20 or thirty minutes where they they were in a zone where like they lost radio communication so they had to wait to hear from them so NASA didn't even know if they were done or not but then they started seeing on the readings that the batteries were charging. Wait and, hold on so was it I'm sorry this is totally off topic was it was it Michael Bay who did fucking Armageddon or was that Jerry Bruckheimer? Oh. Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah. I know he produced it, but I don't know that he directed it. Mm. Let me see. Not sure. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. But uh, so they, yeah, they managed to get the uh, this the strap cut. The solar array came out, started charging up the batteries, which then, you know, powered the the actual power they needed for the life support systems. But then it was also so it if you see in those. The photo there, see how they, like, that's why I describe it. It's like a fucking mini golf windmill. Mm -hmm. um, so that thing with the four fins out, solar arrays, that's actually, it was a, um, a solar telescope. They, they did some of the first, like, telegraphic or uh, telescopic um, pictures of the sun from space mm. with that. But the yeah, thing you is, look at that, that it really now that you have explained it in that way, it, it really does look like a separate kind of thing. Yep, it is kind of like know? its own separate unit. And that's why I think that the, the solar arrays for that were fine, but I don't like it was enough to power that instrument um, and not to actually power the station itself. But it turned out that the single array was enough for them to do their to complete their mission. And. They, um, so they, they stayed then they were, that was, uh, Skylab two is the name of the mission. It was the first crew. They stayed in there for 28 days and, uh, oh, then, uh, Skylab three, uh, well, the thing is, and actually when Skylab 
the first crew came down. It happened to be like at the same time when uh, Premier uh, Brezhnev from the Soviet Union was visiting the U.S. And so he and President Nixon actually like met the astronauts when they landed, um, which is kind of one of those. It's it's interesting for as much as, uh, you know, we beef with the Russians when it comes to like the space program. They are good at space. Well, the, oh, they're definitely good. Like, and that's even uh, SpaceX. Their rockets are built based on oh, the core yeah. engineering of the Russian mm-hmm. rockets, which is uh, like they're just so um, right efficient is the word I'm looking for. Anyways, the, to to round out the story here, they then had a, this is they were able to continue with the actual full plan of what they wanted to do with Skylab. With this ghetto Home Depot tarp, which uh, a secondary crew like later then went and like reinforced it because they weren't sure how long the Home Depot one was going to last in the sun. Um, But uh, the Skylab uh, three was Home Depot's got one hell of a fucking commercial. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and it almost I mean, looks red, like the, I mean, rednecks from all around could be buying them goddamn tarps. Tornado yeah, season, looks, fuck you, buddy. Here we go. Yeah, right. Fucking just hold <laughs> up your space. <laughs> it looks like Home Depot orange too, in that. Right. It does. <laughs> um, the second crew that went up there, they were dubbed the Super Crew because they ended up. Uh, they stayed there for sixty days, and they accomplished like a hundred per. 150% of their mission objectives. They shoot a porno? Well, where they do. This, also, on, this also, though, goes to show how um, it's that, uh, <laughs> like how, oh, if, if, you, if you're really level. efficient and good, how they're like, oh, well, obviously, we didn't give you guys enough work. Right. Right? So poor fucking Skylab Mission 4, the third crew, goes up, and they're expected to be getting just as much shit done at the same time mind you this is when they're trying to do more and more scientific experiments so um the astronauts are no longer like from the same cut as neil armstrong and buzz aldrin like because they were they're all not test, test pilots. pilots and shit exactly no, they're really. not like fucking crazy suicidal test pilots um they needed. They're scientists. Exactly. Nerds. They need. Nerds. They need total nerds. Yeah. <laughs> nerds, but you know, also these nerds weren't quite cut out for it, and NASA thought that they needed more work. You so got they time to lean. You got time to clean. Exactly. Skylab <laughs> Four. They launch up there November sixteenth, nineteen seventy three, and uh, Travis. One of the members, Bill Pogue, his name was Old Iron Belly because he was actually a, uh, he wasn't a test pilot, but he was a uh, a former pilot. And uh, his ass, what the fuck did my... All he ate were baked beans and bacon. Yeah. Um, old Iron Belly, he actually got sick. Oh. And he's like, normally doesn't oh, throw up. Iron, yeah, right? But they call him Iron ironic. Belly because on all of his other, like, you know, all the fighter jets and stuff he's flown, he never got sick. But, oh, he got sick. And he starts throwing up. Well, the crew the crew decides, well, we don't want to fucking worry NASA. We got up here and we've got, like, they had a huge heavy load set for, like, the first half of the mission. And um, the 
they decide, well, we're just going to, uh, we're not going to tell NASA, right? Like kind of play it, uh, play it low key on the old iron belly. But the thing they forgot is that, um, even though they weren't talking on the radio with NASA, like every night, the audio recordings of the entire station get downloaded. <laughs> get downloaded. To NASA. Uh-huh. So NASA yes. listens to it and it's like motherfuckers. <laughs> and so they got, you know, like chewed out for basically like, you can't lie to us about, you know, that you're sick. And somehow the New York times got a hold of that. So that made somehow. like a fucking NASA scandal. Um, but the thing is this, this uh, last crew they were getting behind schedule, and so they started skipping their rest days. And then NASA decides, well, they're you know they're just not getting things done fast enough, so we'll have to we'll start micromanaging. So they started ticker taping instructions, like minute by minute instructions. Okay, do this, and then do that, and do this. And it's like by the time the ticker tapes prints out that instruction and they read it, like they're already behind. And this sounds like a fucking terrible experience. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so the fucking was, iron bellies puking all well, over the yeah, place. It sounds to me puking. like they need to get their resumes together because right they're skipping they're skipping uh work day, or you know rest days and they're trying to uh, get all these different tasks and experiments done. They're doing, you know, tests on the body, which I'm sure was fun, you know. Like, oh, let's see how long you can do this while in zero gravity. Uh, the uh, So what they started to do is trying to, like, squeeze as much uh, work in as possible. Instead of all three of them getting to together every morning for their, like, morning meeting with uh, ground control, they started, they would do it, they would just rotate where each... Like each day, other day, you know, an astronaut would be the one who actually is communicating with ground control while the other ones are continuing work on the projects that need to get done. And and one day it was on December, it was the uh, 28th, the 42nd day of the mission in the morning, like ground control is like, hey, Skylapse ground control, come in. And there's dead silence. <laughs> and they're like, the fuck? They keep calling, they keep calling, and nothing. And here, after, like, I think it was 13 minutes or something, they, uh, when the astronauts like, this is Skylab, yep, over. <laughs> Turns out, each astronaut thought the other one's turn was to be the one talking with ground control, and they were all working on their projects and ignoring ground control. This sounds like a shit show. Oh, it was a shit show. The thing is, though, it you know, was... I would have just ignored them anyway, because what are they going to do? Right. Well, are they going to fire me, you? The thing is, there's there's kind of a the conspiracy thought, um, even though, <clears throat> being that they were able to download uh, the audio recordings every night, it probably was a genuine, you know, act like they didn't actually plan it, but it kind of feels like because they were just getting, uh, they were working like 16 hours a day, and skipping their rest days, uh, you know, cramped in this little fucking capsule floating in space, that they're kind of like fuck, fuck ground control. What are they gonna do? Oh, and it was a, it was totally like, aliens. They were, um, <laughs> they were communicating. Anyways, though, it was the first um, 
the like first i guess um incident of uh where they realized that uh there needs to be a little more uh you know i guess uh interpersonal communication between ground control and the astronauts and also respect for the astronauts who can't just go so, home to their wife so and kids we're 45 minutes into this. Where are we going with this? What happened to Skylab? <laughs> so Skylab, you, you said the right off the story like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, when so did, Skylab, how long was, did it last? Um, Skylab then uh, crash landed in, um, I think it was 1975. It did mm-hmm. not stay in orbit as far as they, or as long as they wanted. Solar winds, I guess, it kind of pushed it down a little south too much. And uh, they, the reason uh, they were planning to initially go back there with the uh, space shuttle program, um, but the pa- space shuttle program was delayed, and then it started getting a little too low in the atmosphere, and it ended up crashing over the sea near Australia. Mm. And the International Space Station didn't go up until, what, the mid-90s? Um. Yeah, gosh, I would. I'm pretty sure it was the '90s when. Yeah. That one went up. So it was like 20 school. years. It's yeah, it's been 15, up there for a while. And it's like, well, it's like from the time, the time of Skylab now. to the International Space Station, but oh. Russia had Mir too. Mir right? and um, uh, what was the one that we had? Did um, we have one after Skylab? Yeah, there was. Uh, we had one after Skylab. What? But uh, before the International Space Station, hmm. we all just decided. Well, I didn't even know it. That's like the the forgotten stepchild of space Probably. stations. Um, but yeah, yeah that's one the... before after. What was it called? Um, before the ISS. I yeah, there was one before the ISS. Heard and, of it. Um, what was it called? It wasn't so. It was. I think it was around the same time that Mir was. Was the it's uh, you know because there was a time when they both actually linked up. You remember that the Soviet oh, I, space I station that, I was and the NASA space station. Requiem it wasn't for a dream. End to end. Yeah, it was like a tip Jennifer Colony. <laughs> Connolly. <laughs> and to end. Come and on. to end. Uh, uh, I, I, here we go. I don't Space know. stations. NASA. Are you sure? It doesn't say. I don't think there was. I, think I don't think there was one. The ISS. Space yeah. Lab. That's what we just talked about. No, oh, that, about Sky well, Lab. Sky Lab. Lab. They called it Sky Space Lab. Lab. But they're, they're like fucking Microsoft. They just call it the same thing. Like, right? Over and over that? again. Xbox Series X, Xbox One X. Yeah, the. Uh, let's see here. Sky Lab, turning the space shuttle into a science laboratory. Right, let's get this shit Anyways, so yeah. I got, so, I got, I got, I got Skylab crashed. <laughs> the end. <laughs> but it, everything that we've used in space has been built upon what we did there. And our astronauts didn't die. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. All right, moving along. Teddy, what's sexy? Um, He's got a blank. Oh, do I? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, Oracle, head on a pike. What's sexy? Head on a pike. That was last week's. 
No, okay. that was, you didn't that, fill that in either. No, I, 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 did. Oh, I thought you had that. You yeah, fucking yeah. cocksuckers. Don't deny I thought you me. had it as your what sexy last No, week. I was talking about the the, the radio oh, the show. Oh, the podcast. Yeah, right, the podcast. Right. So I got my book, $20, illustrated lyrics of Matt Pike with High on Fire, all of the songs <clears throat> that they have, and it's really cool. So Hold it closer to your face because the, your green screen right, thing is... On making it disappear to the audience. All right. So each chapter has like a... Hold it in like front a... of your face. We still can't see it. We don't need to see your stupid face, so put it in front of your face. Okay. Still can't see it. That is oh, there it goes. Shut the fuck up. All right. Each chapter <laughs> can barely has see it. like a new new artist. Put it closer it. to the camera. And it's, <laughs> it's all the lyrics. So here, let me go to... Stupid fucking... Oh, he sees those goddamn mountain lions behind him. <laughs> yeah, so like each album has a different different artist. He yeah, looks awesome. You we fucking cocksuckers. Every... <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's really cool to fucking sit and listen to the songs and read the lyrics in this. Especially Is it every for every album? Yeah, every song? album. Damn. Wow. It's right, really fucking cool. <clears throat> Are his Tw- lyrics any good? Yeah, I mean, for a stoner fucking dirtbag, sure, they're all fine. Right, all right. And all right. the best thing is when I got this envelope, like, it was just like a fucking, you know, envelope that you'd get from anybody. And they had spelled Gimme Radio wrong. Like, <laughs> I think they were too high to, like, understand Probably. the yeah. alphabet or something when they when they filled it uh, out. And I'm like, yes. Here we That's go. Perfect. Got the right thing, but it's high quality. It's not like some like you know, yeah. not some piece of shit. Fucking guy who's selling it at a, a yeah, like it's it's really nice. Flea market. Yeah, it's like he typed Where it out. Where my records, fucking... man? Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> nice. Bye. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Formula One's coming to Miami. Um, they created a track in Miami for it, so it's going to go through the Dolphin Stadium on May eighth, what two thirty to four thirty? Yeah, part of it. It's a road course in Miami. Damn. Part of it goes through the fucking Dolphin Stadium. Wow. We're not on the field, of course, but yeah, on the field, like across the field. That's yeah. crazy. They put the fucking road across the field. Probably just took the yeah. They probably just took the it out and mm. yeah dude so they created this fucking this this track specifically for formula one road course it's gonna be I, it's, it, it's a, a good chance for americans to see this sport if you like racing because it's pretty cool we don't get to really watch it live unless you're watching it at fucking midnight or two in the mm. morning or something. right so uh yeah this will be the third while well, they're doing two races this year they're doing this one and at uh circuit of the americas in austin and the next year, they're going to be doing this one, Circuit of the Americas, and Vegas is going to be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So Vegas will be a street race also. Uh, and part of it, I think, is going to go through the, through the Raiders strip. Stadium. Oh, through the Raiders. Raider. They yeah. should run it through the Strip, man. Oh, it'll be down the Strip, I'm sure. Yeah. Because that's like yeah it doesn't show it going through the stadium. It shows it going around the stadium. Okay. Yeah, you <laughs> Okay. Well, I, thought I, thought, was, I thought it was inside. 
<laughs> it, it looks, they okay. showed it was inside, just like the NASCAR <laughs> one. Oh, really? Okay, well, look, the one I'm looking at is it's not showing that. It's showing the, the around thing. So maybe I, I don't have the right picture. My bad. If you could put that one up, that'd be awesome. I want to see what it looks like going through because I'm not going to watch the race. I see a picture. There was a mock-up thing, like a fucking You're video looking at the Pokemon thing. Go fucking map. What? To where to find your Pokemons. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Here, I'll put I'll put this up here. There's, yeah, I'll, right. I'll, you better put, I'll it put it in the, the fucking thing. outline so Oracle can up, share but... it with their current. Yeah, this, this, uh, this is what I put right here. Very important. This is what hey, pops how up. about the people that made the the illustrations for these old uh, space stations? Oh, yeah. Because that was also back when uh, everything was done by hand. Yeah. Pretty fucking Fuck nice. Yeah, let's hear it for them. <laughs> yeah, All right, this is probably on. right. But I don't even know that that's the same one. Teddy. I didn't, that's not the same one I saw. <clears throat> Richard Matheson. <laughs> He's, um, so I've been listening to changed it. I uh, started listening to um, Richard Matheson's books on, on Audible. Uh, pretty cool. I didn't know he wrote these books, actually. Uh, I've, I've been going for movie His books. His name sounds familiar. What do you um, think? Yeah, that does sound familiar. Uh, he, wrote, uh, he wrote I Am Legend. Mm. Oh, uh, I've read that one. Which, uh, okay. yeah, which is not, had, there was nothing like the movie either. Oh. Uh, it's so much better than the movie. It's so much better than the movie. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it's like Castaway with zombies. Uh, with the, with, I'm sorry, with the vampires. Mm-hmm. But um, and now I'm reading uh, now I'm, I'm listening to uh, uh, What Dreams May Come, um, which I really I, I didn't know that was a I really liked the movie. I didn't know that was a book first also. So, oh. uh, also right, part of my other movie books was The Princess Bride, which had a totally different ending than the, than the movie, which is pretty cool. Still a good book. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I really <clears throat> enjoy reading my uh, listening to my books. The uh, yeah, I remember that I was so mad about that movie because it was just such a shitty like. See, I did, oh, I did, he's just gonna be this badass general scientist who can fix everything. Yeah, now, <laughs> yeah, now I'm pissed about now I'm pissed about the movie. I'm like, that was a piece of shit. It was because <laughs> what I loved is he was just an everyman like mechanic who was drunk, alcoholic, alcoholic but he's just yeah. like for whatever reason I'm still alive. Like fuck this yeah. world. Uh, anyways, uh, my, on to me, my what's sexy, I'll keep it brief, uh, is, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, copy Teddy, cause, uh, that I Am Legend book is fucking sexy, keep it that. Moving along, <laughs> fuck it, you think, Oracle, the insanity of TurboTax. So I've been doing my taxes with TurboTax for, like, nine years, and every year it becomes, like, the most extra windows and extra windows and it's like you got to dig further the no is really small to say like hey i i I just want to get so okay this year to get my deposit in my account it's like oh well you have to go to this are you sure you don't want to like put this money into like a a a debit card or you want to enter a sweepstakes and yeah, it's just right? like, what sure the fuck? I just want my features. money. Exactly. Like, <laughs> how is this not just the first option where it's a direct deposit? What because, the fuck's going on to, here? Because they have to advertise. In order for them to make it, make it free, as they say it is, they have to advertise. They have to make money out of it somehow. So Dude, I don't pay because I've got some business shit. I can't do the free one. So I'm oh, paying really? these motherfuckers like yeah. $150. Well, like, okay. Don't give me this crazy ass shit. Oh. Yeah, I mean it, it's insane, and it it seems to get worse like every year. Like there's, it gets, there's, they, there's they want to add protections 
to it and shit. Right. Yeah. It's like, are you sure you don't want the max protection? Yeah, it's like... Are you fucking protect- sure? Well, you got a, a, a lot of people what? who try this out that are for free. They When they get that, oh, I'm getting $6,000 back. A lot of those people don't know what to do with that money. They're like, oh, shit, yeah, I'll do Right. So you get a bunch of people yeah, like well, that. Well, we'll give you 4500 now, but we're taking your 6000 when yeah, it comes Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's getting worse. America's the only country that does it this way. It's a lot easier everywhere else. But yeah, I guess I've never this done is America, in a different country. You know, this is what we're we're like. Yeah, so like, did you, you pay taxes in China? I assume. No, no, I oh, I didn't. Okay. God knows <laughs> what that was. No, I did. I, don't let them. Dude, everything was under the table, man. Dude, I I was hired to pretend like I was a CEO of a security company for like some TV commercial, like by my boss. I had to pretend like I was a Danish citizen. Is that uh, really doing Really? Yeah, that like, was what your job was. I thought you were there for like some English teaching. No, or dude. Some shit. I, but my, I mean, my boss was doing all kinds of shady. All shit. kinds of sides to okay. Yeah, he's like, hey, I need wow. you to lie to the police today. <laughs> oh, great. great. The Chinese police. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So I had to sit in a fucking interview yeah. with two Chinese police fucking grilling me about who I was as I was f- impersonating another person. Oh, Jesus. Wow, dude. Yeah. That's, you are lucky you're not in prison right Oh, my now. God. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you probably, yeah, it's like, you probably That's waited this crazy. long to share that story. Is right. Right? No shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oracle won't show up for next week's episode. <laughs> All because they found out he didn't pay his taxes. <laughs> yeah, don't ever go back, bro. Don't visit any friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. All right. Moving along. Moving along to Mystic. Fuck you, Abbott. So, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, sent a busload of migrants that have come from, I think it was Nicaragua. It wasn't Mexico. It was like all the ones from Central America that are waiting at the border. So there's like 170,000 of these migrants waiting at the border, right? Texas Governor Trump Greg Abbott has just Title escalated the political law, fight. Which means that they can't come over. They can't seek asylum in this country. Well, that's supposed to go away on May 28th or something. The Biden administration has made it that way. So now Abbott's pissed. That all these migrants are going to be coming in. So he's starting to send migrants on buses to Washington, D.C. Now, mind you, these people have all been. That reporter's eyes are a little too close together. These people have all been vetted by the U.S. Customs. And so they're free to fucking go go around anywhere they want. They're free in this country because they're being processed through our immigration thing. He can't make them do anything. So all these people volunteered for a free ride. Right. To Washington, D.C. Like, sure, I don't want to stay in fucking Texas. Like, so he's he's acting like he's fucking being all snarky and shit. Well, this Biden did this so he can fucking deal with him. You know what I mean? Well, that's what they wanted to do with him anyway. <laughs> so thanks for sending him over, Greg Abbott, you fucking yeah. ignorant fuck. But God, also, if, you, if you're in Texas, you don't have a way to get to fucking get to, to Tennessee, whatever, and they're going through Tennessee, and you want to stop there. Instead, you just get off the bus. Right. Like, yeah, right. I'm in Nashville. Fuck it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not getting on the bus. I'm good. I want to come here anyway. Cool. My cousin's over there. All right. right. Wait, I'm out. That's what I mean. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> right. You're well. Just, you're helping them. 
and you're, you know what I mean? But they're acting like it's a fucking, it's going to be a burden for the government. The federal government, whoa. Well, and the problem is there's so much of that stupid, it's like, it's just spiteful, mm. uh, pity yeah, all it is is politics right. grandstanding, man. That's all right. it is. Political fucking showboating. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> fuck him. Fuck Grady Abbott. I know. It's shit. They, uh... Okay, moving along. Me, what the fuck did you think is uh, there's um, uh, a uh, podcast um, on the BBC called uh, The War on Truth. It's, only, uh, it's, it's rather new, so there's like maybe eight episodes. But um, it starts with uh, following the war on Ukraine and uh, the misinformation um that is uh being used especially by russia but um there's actually now a number of these people who um like people uh living in europe and america who usually they're like the people who live uh, or think along the lines of QAnon and uh the that the uh coronavirus is all fake like they mm. also now are uh they're sure that the entire ukraine war is fake and that oh my god like ukraine the ukrainians are bombing themselves um there is this in this wow in this uh uh podcast they're interviewing this this ukrainian woman and her cousin who lives in moscow who she was really good friends with and you know like this woman is in her 20s has got two kids um and then her cousin i'm assuming around the same age but lives in russia and her cousin is it's like her cousin's posting like QAnon shit you know and and coronavirus skeptic stuff but instead it's like oh yeah well those uh those pictures of the hospital bombing like that's the same crisis actor in two different hospitals and Mm. the ukrainians are bombing themselves and we're russia is going to liberate them from these terrorists and it's just like to where this, yeah, this woman had to basically shut her cousin out of her life because her cousin was constantly being like, why are you sharing? Because she would share these photos because she's like, I'm living right here. Like, look, here's this fucking building down, you know, the block that got bombed and it's on fire. And, you know, it's like, oh, where's the proof? <laughs> huh. like, that's what her cousin says. Like, where's the proof? And... Yeah, it, it is um, easy how it's like, even though we think that the fact that the internet allows, especially because we do get to see this uncensored shit, that it's just mm. like, you can't hide it. Um, but at the same time, it's people just decide, well, this is my little fucking narrative silo. Yeah. And I'm going to stay, you know, I'm going to stay in it. Because it's a lot easier than for me to be like, oh, well, shit, everything I believed. Did you see that uh, Ukraine hit that that battleship? Oh, they fucking sunk it, man. Yeah, it it sunk when they were towing it. It sunk Mm, while they were towing it. Yeah, it sunk when it was towing. It did sink. Yeah, it did sink. But then Russia put out that it sank because munitions on the ship itself Mm. went off. It was an accident. That's the thing, though, is that's the... They can't um, even admit. 
You can't listen to anything that they say. Well, and that's right. that is how Russia operates. Is what the funny thing yeah. is that they said it was uh, it was damaged because of a fire, and though Ukraine said, "Oh, well, we you know we hit it with a missile, and it was damaged because the uh, munitions went off." And they're like, "Oh no, no munitions went off. Um, it was it was just a fire, and we're gonna tow it back." And then now they just like they just advance it a little more, like, "Oh, oh yeah. it, it sunk, it but because the munitions went ours. off." Yeah, because it was mm. our munitions. Our munitions right. went off. We set it off because, because of the fire yeah, that yeah, wasn't at all started. That wasn't started by the Ukrainians whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers. Good. It's uh, a that crazy. Thing to be uh, Russian. Anyway, whip some Russian ass. That's what we need to do. Yeah. If they die, they die. Yeah. Play Modern Warfare too. Move it along to Teddy. That's what they do. MLB 22 multiplayer and lack thereof. Okay, so uh, I was most excited about the MLB. It's it's still a good looking game. I was most excited about the multiplayer, as I'm sure as was Mystic. Um, it's very hard to find a game. Uh, it seems like it's better to, to do 2v2 instead of 3v3. That's why I don't play with you in DNA as that much when you do your own. Um, uh, the most disappointing thing is you cannot play 2v2 or 3v3 against your friends. Uh, that's that's the most disappointing because I really wanted to be the shout out of DNA and, and Mystic at the same time. That would be that would be awesome. I'll, I'll even take Ashtray to do it. It's fine. Good luck. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the multiplayer is fucked, man. Like, it's yeah. got this weird slider thing that's like oh like open the window with how many people you can (laughs) it's like what the fuck is this this should all be happening on the back end like yeah yeah i don't want to see any of that shit exactly um and every time we tried to do a three versus three match when we were playing the other night it failed every time yeah it did fail yeah and then that one time that we were in a game mystic um, and we're actually coming froze. back on that guy. It fucking froze. It froze, yeah. It freezes, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's they need to fix it. Up. I saw an update came out today for it, and it was supposed to fix those bugs, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, Pretty fucked. But it's like Mystic said, it's the like same, they had a perfect game last year. I mean, the game was awesome. Yeah, it worked perfect. Yeah. The multiplayer worked perfect. There was, there was mm. no kind of... I mean, you can get in, in and out of, out of games. I, I, it's, it was fucking a perfect... Well, not, yeah, damn near perfect game. It was cool. For a sports mm. game, it was probably the best <laughs> game I've played in fucking 10 years. In multiplayer, yeah. Yeah. I was enjoying it, you know, as a guy that doesn't play a lot of sports games. I was enjoying yeah. it, you know, playing it. But, yeah, kind of uh, a bummer. I am enjoying beating the shit out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know I beat you, right? Yeah, you're the only one. Though. You're the only one, and only because it fell, only because I fell apart in the seventh. Yeah, well, I got real, real. No matter strong. when you fall apart, you got whatever, bro. I see you in the playoffs, homie. Yeah, you will. That was my anyway. Part. What are we doing? What, it was, it was, so uh, yeah, so. that's it. It's now uh, in all seriousness. Go fuck yourself, uh, Humpty. Humpty. That's our show. Do the Humpty Dumpty dance is your chance dump. to go fuck yourself. Do the fuck yourself. Do the Every home. Wednesday or Thursday night at 10 p.m. Central. Make sure you uh, join the conversation at the redeyereport.com or facebook.com slash redeyereport. 
You can also twit. Wait, you can't twiddle us. Fuck just that. Just don't mention it. I, I should delete that because I just keep copying it. It's like a, like a six, six month lag on that now. Never. Uh, <laughs> it's like a year lag. I am Mastray. I'm Oracle. I, I missed. <laughs> and I'm Teddy. All right, and this is the Red Eye Report. Is it? Uh, it, it sounds like a question. Bam. Some days I wonder. <laughs>